You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So let's get into Nils Lundquist and his recent absences from the Stars lineup. What's your take on it? And if there's one thing, and I'm nitpicking, I, I do worry a little bit of the Stars defensemen in their own zone, getting the puck out of the zone. We know in the playoffs, the rink gets tighter, physicality blossoms, and I do worry a little bit in those aspects. I would love to have like a veteran D-man who's you know kind of on the tough side, stay at home. I know that's those are premiums now. And, you know, at one point you could get them, but those are premiums at this point. So, you know, that's my only fear. But I wanted you to touch on, you know, Lundquist. A lot of Stars fans like him, love his potential. He's had some big moments, but at the same time, why do you think that he's been out of the lineup? I think DeBoer mentioned that it's more of a matchup uh, situation. Uh, but at the same time, he is a smaller D-man. Yeah, I don't like the, I mean, I honestly, so he hasn't played now since, so he played against New Jersey. After that, he went a little bit, a little bit of time getting scratched quite a bit. Um, I think there's two important things to remember with Nils Lundqvist. The first one is it is not a Nils Lundqvist versus Ryan Suter debate of who's in the lineup. I think we, you and I have talked about Ryan Suter before, and there's a lot of discourse about there about Ryan Suter, but you have to remember, this is not a question about Nils Lundqvist versus Ryan Suter in the Agreed. lineup. And once, you, once you're able to isolate away from that, you can start having the more nuanced conversation. And to me, the nuanced conversation, be, and, and it's, not a, it's not a conversation of Nils Lundqvist versus Yanni Hockenpah either, because at the end of the day, um, at the end of the day, when you look at the Stars' defense, Hockenpah provides something and whether and whether and whether and I'm I'm even someone who likes fast puck moving defensemen, but you need you need a couple guys like Hockenpah in the lineup that provide some of that size and are and actually provide a little bit of that mentality on the back end. Um, so it's not Lundqvist versus Hockenpah. What it comes down to, and it's what it's been, is it's Nils Lundqvist versus Joel Hanley. And this is where I think the Stars are making the mistake. I think Nils Lundqvist should play more. Uh, I think. Joel Hanley is a guy who was signed and is paid to be a seventh defenseman. And he fills that w- role very well, very admirably him. And uh, he's, he's one of those guys who Joel Hanley could not play for 25 games or have been playing for 45 straight games. He'll play the exact same game. That's what he'll give you. He gives you the solid 13, 15 minutes and everything like that. And that's great. And you know what, if that's what you have to use come playoff time, I'm fine with that. If that's what it means to win the playoff series and Nils Lundqvist isn't ready at that point, that's fine. But my issue is you spent the first round pick to get Nils into Dallas. You you brought him in. 
I know you're worried about him playing against the Carolina Hurricanes in the heavy forecheck, and I get it, but at some point you gotta let the guy learn. Like this just it just you're it's it's you gotta you it's not like the stars are in a spot where making the playoffs or not is dependent on playing Hanley over Lundquist. They're still winning games. And for me, if you're not gonna trust Lundquist midseason and you're not gonna let him learn and you're not gonna let him grow, I mean he's only 22. I don't know. I don't know why you have a guy like Joel Hanley there because Joel Hanley should be a 20, 25 game season guy. And if he's playing in the playoffs, I mean, heck, Joel Hanley scored in game one of the Stanley Cup final yeah. in 2020. Like, yeah. like Joel, Joel Hanley can step into any game, but he can do the same thing if he's being scratched and he's not going to, he's not going to sulk. He's going to do everything the right way. Yeah. I think, I think the stars are by, I keep playing when they play Hanley over him for extended time. I think they're making a mistake. I think you need to let Lundquist learn about the NHL. You need to do that midseason so you have the potential for a much better, um, elusive, exciting player in the postseason. And if he's not ready in the postseason, Joel Hanley will be ready. Like, I, I think this is where they're making the mistake. They need to be pl- giving Lundquist the chance to grow on this and everything like that. He can take the scratch. I'm okay with the occasional scratch, but two, three scratches in a row, it should be, if he's going out for a game, he's coming right back in. Joel Hanley understands his role. You need to treat Nils Lundqvist like the asset you spent a first round pick on. And that, that's that's where I come on this. And that's, to me, the best version of the Stars defense with current grouping a line going into the playoffs is... With, with with out of these seven players is Nils Lundqvist, who's been allowed to learn and adjust and make some mistakes in January and February, and is ready for the playoffs. Yeah, and and if he's not okay, Joel Hanley comes in, but Nils Lundqvist should be playing more, and that's my soapbox on this because you spent a first round pick on this guy. It's not like you. It's not like you went and tr- traded for the guy and and you're like, oh, he's just like. I mean, a couple of years back, like the stars traded for Taylor, literally traded a seventh round conditional pick for Taylor Fadoon, where if Taylor Fadoon didn't play an NHL game, the trade would have been for nothing. Like this is not like that. Nils Lundqvist is an asset and he needs to be allowed to grow. I mean, well, how did Essa Lindell grow in the NHL? He's allowed to play games. How did Colin Miller? How did Ryan Suter? How did Yanni Pockenpah? How did all these guys grow in the league? They're able to play games and learn from their mistakes. And I, Lundqvist needs to be given that chance and you're not going to have a, and you have the perfect guy in Hanley who will understand that and will be ready when needed. And yeah. I think that's something the stars are missing right now. Yeah. I think uh, two things to that, Sean. One, yeah. this is kind of a repeat of what happened with the New York Rangers, and the Rangers had great defensive depth. However, you know, Lundquist wanted out because of that. So I wonder if psych- psychologically he's saying the right things. However, you know, The question is, is he saying, am I in a repeat situation? And the second part is, is I've always felt, whether it's Honka, and I know we know the issues with Honka, but even Brendan Dillon, those guys were in and out of the lineup. And at some point, you're right, you have to let them play because if I'm Lundquist, when I come back in the lineup, it's two things that are on my mind. Either I have to show them that I'm going to stick in the lineup, so I need to do something special, or, which I kind of seen with some NHL players I'm just going to play it conservative because I don't want to make a mistake because I don't want to be back out of the lineup and you just don't want you almost want that free mentality especially with a guy like Lundquist who moves the puck exactly you don't want him playing scared yeah you want him to play 
and you don't want him you you want him to play his game. You want him to have the confidence where um like even if even if it was a I'd be even okay if it was a more like almost a scheduled scratch thing where it's like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna play you, we're gonna play Joel tonight, but you're gonna play the next game. And no matter what, you're gonna be in the next game. Like I I would be happy with that. Like even that I think would be a good solution because um I go back to something Jim Nill has used before. Jim Nill has told me his job is to think about what's best for the stars today, tomorrow, next season, five years from now. What's best for the Dallas Stars today, tomorrow, five years from now is keeping Nils Lundqvist playing and allowing him to develop because that is that's kind of the that's kind of the space. I mean, the only the other thing that's like if you're gonna keep scratching him, and I don't and I, I don't think it, it and it would definitely be a frustrating thing but if you're going to keep scratching him he is waiver exempt just honestly like if he i would rather have him playing 25 minutes down in texas yes than sitting in the press box like he is waiver exempt still i like i think we kind of forget that and i think that's another thing that gets kind of lost and if so no i agree with you i I think yeah yeah, you give him give him minutes like i would also and i'm gonna look this up right now while we're on here like so i wonder if the so he's he's waiver exempt. Um, to the Texas, he's he's waiver exempt. The stars are don't play. The stars are off until next Tuesday, right? I think it is. Yeah. Um. The okay. You're the, looking like, to see if the Texas he, Stars. Are I, I'm looking. I'm looking at the Texas Stars schedule. Like the Texas Stars play tonight, Monday. They play Wednesday. They play Friday. They play Saturday. You could send Nils Lundqvist down, and you should. He's waiver exempt. Nils Lundqvist should go play four games of the Texas Stars this week. That should be what you do. He's waiver exempt. It doesn't hurt anyone. He plays 25 minutes. You know what? You sell some more tickets in Texas, even yeah. though they're actually doing great. They're doing a great job with sellouts down there. I was talking to someone the other day about that. Um, it's he he should be, and, and maybe who who knows? Maybe at five o'clock today we'll we'll see an announcement or whatever for something like that once this goes out exactly. But like you should be finding ways to get Nils Lundqvist playing games, playing minutes. Um, and use all the resources you have. And I just feel like they're not doing that with him right now. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, our final NHL news, I guess. So Anaheim forward Trevor, Trevor Zegras gets into it with Troy Stetcher last night. Um, Stetcher is, from what I've read, a very popular NHL player. The talk is that when they were getting into it, Zegris brought up Stetcher's father who passed away. Now, Craig Morton, sorry, Craig Morgan came out and said Zegris didn't say that, in fact. I don't know where he's getting that, but then Brad Marchant chirps in, shut your pie hole, Craig. So it's an interesting thing because I don't think there's any way that you can verify who said what, but as much as chirping happens in the NHL, there is a line very similar to if a player goes down in a fight, you rarely see extra punches thrown because there's a respect level there. So I don't know how to talk about this, Sean, other than, you know, the line as far as chirping and, you know, a young player like Zegris, whether he did it or not, one would think that, he would need to quiet down at this point because 
that reputation is going to grow. And as good of a scorer he is, that's not going to have a happy ending. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think, yeah, I think from Trevor Zegers, there's there's two things I'll say on Trevor Zegers on this. Um, he's an incredibly fun, exciting player to watch. The lacrosse style move and everything like that, like it's part of his repertoire and he actually, it's actually a real offensive move. It's not just a shtick with him. It actually is a real weapon. Um, and he's the cover, he's on the cover of the NHL video game. Like he is fun and he's a good face for the league. That all that being said, and I don't know what he said, and this is where it's you don't want to like if you he has riled some teams up before. Um, there was a story earlier this year where he told the Bruins, he told the Bruins bench to the Bruins, even Steven Pasternak even was on the record saying it fired us up when when Zegras skated by their bench and told them to F off and everything like that. And so I, I think there is something where Zegras play can do so much talking that he should just let his play do his talking sometimes. And I'm not saying guys shouldn't have personality. I just think there is a certain line of where you go with that. And I'm going to connect this back to um, a story on. So I was in, I was in Tampa last week and I, uh, I saw I was there where there was a very interesting follow follow through of um, you may have seen earlier this season, Jack Edwards, the broadcaster for the play by play broadcast for the Boston Bruins, um, started just making fun of Pat Maroon's weight and essentially body shaming him on the broadcast. Mm -hmm. And um, Jack Edwards then went to first game in Tampa after they went, he went to go talk to to Pat Maroon in the locker room after morning skate. I was in there at that time. And essentially, um, well, I, I give Jack Edwards credit for at least showing up face to face Pat, Pat Maroon to his credit. Also from the, cause this was a conversation in public. It was in the locker room, um, was very defensive of, of why would you do that? And everything like that. And one thing I was talking to another Tampa player that they brought up and they said, it's, it's one thing to there's lines that people players know the lines to cross. And when you're in the game, for example, Pat Maroon has is used to guys calling him a fat ass, just to be honest, like he, like it's not, it's not a creative chirp. Like now if you're doing it on a national broadcast and you're making fun of a guy, when you have a platform, like what Jack Edwards, that's wrong. I mean, you know, in broadcasting, what he did is wrong. But when and it by comes the way, to he's a repeat in, offender. I just wanted to throw exists. that in. Yes, exactly. I mean, we all remember the, the talking about hockey karma when Roman Pollock almost broke his neck. Yes, like that was. Yeah, I mean that's it's it's bad. Um, but where where I'm going on, on the there's a line, and Pat Maroon knows that if you call him a fat ass and you're and they're and they're players and they're and they're fighting or whatever, 
he's okay with it. That line is, that's, that's not the line for him. That's okay. There's, but there is a line of when it comes to realizing that there's so much of a shield and an anger and a veneer and everything like that, that can come up when the, when the games goes on and guys can go with uh, well, I'm going to hate you for 60 minutes, but we can get a beer afterwards. Or even if we fight, we can, we can, we can tap We can, we can, we can hug it out after the game as opponents and stuff like that. There are certain lines that as human beings, where you got to, still remember there's humans on both sides of this and I don't not knowing what Trevor Zegers said and knowing Troy Stetcher's reputation and everything like that Zegers crossed the line of that's not how you treat another person even if you're playing a hockey game and that's no matter what was said there's that's that's the issue for me and that's something where the fact Zegers also got a misconduct from the officials on, on the play also tells me that there's some credence to he crossed that line. And I just hope I, I want Trevor Zegers to be a good guy. Just and this is going to sound silly because I want more people to I want more people to love and watch this game. I don't want the guy who had the most viewed video clip of hockey in years, the behind the net flip yeah. to, uh, to Sonny Milano for the, for the, for the goal. Like I don't want the guy who had one of the most viewed hockey clips in years to be a poster child for, well, he doesn't treat people right. Like I, I just, I really hope that whatever it is, is something that Trevor Zegers either learns from or apologizes for, or admits he made a mistake on just because like we we hear too many stories in this sport about people who don't treat people the right, treat people the right way, and there's lots that do treat people the right way. But just like I, I just don't want the I don't want one of the guys who's literally become a poster child for the league. He's on the cover of the video game to be treating people this way. And so I hope that whatever it is and everything like that, I like I I I I, I just I hope for from a hockey perspective that there can be some amends or an apology or whatever that uh, and some learning from this, because I want to like Trevor Zegers as part of promoting this sport in the future. Just, just to be honest. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, And unfortunately that's what we're talking about going into the all-star game rather than the skills of Trevor Zegers and what he did at last year's all-star game where he brought the house down um, in the skills competition. Yep. So uh, I agree. Um, yeah. And I'm interested to see if a veteran maybe doesn't take him aside and try to get through to him like, hey, regardless if you said it or not, you just got to quiet down because now, you know, now people are looking at you and you got to okay. earn their respect and earn it on the ice. So it'll be interesting to see that. Uh, but moving on from that. Um, I do. Well, one yeah. thing on that, I do, I do wonder, and this is not against anyone on that Ducks team. Yeah. Because, but I do wonder if that happens, if, uh, if, um, why am I drawing a, if uh, Ryan Getzlaff is still playing. And I know as much as people like think Ryan Getzlaff and Corey Perry were these pests and everything like that, but they're incredibly well respected. Yep. Absolutely. And, Kessler and, too. And, and and while they were, they towed that line well. And as much as it's easy to dislike a guy like Corey Perry or whatever, and for what he's done sometimes, and he has gone over the line, um, a guy like Getzlaff 
was I, I don't think I, I don't think that happens with Getzlaff as still still playing and as the captain there. So yeah. I, that's just a random observation. No, you're thought. right. I kind of think actually in the last three or four years, Corey Perry's like kind of um, brought himself some uh, better vibes as far as how people look at him. Like yeah. I, I like I think people genuinely want Corey Perry to get another Stanley Cup. And I don't know I don't if know. that was always the case. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's just, I don't know. Maybe it's because he played for the Stars. And yeah. I remember when he was signed, people were like, oh, yeah. my goodness, about how valuable yeah. he became. But, I mean, you know, granted, he's older and stuff, but he's certainly calmed down. Yeah, he has. I think the one thing, I think the reason no one's going to root for Corey Perry right now is because the fact of the matter is I think people have had enough of Tampa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you're, you're, you're absolutely right.